Please turn with me to John chapter 17. John 17, we're going to go to the end of the chapter. And as you turn now, I should probably just say who I am. Um, I've not been at the 8.15 for quite a while. Um, my name is Dan Hames. I'm one of the ministers here at St. Aldate's. And uh, even though it's a bit of a late night for me, getting a bit old, uh, it's just such a, a pleasure to be here and uh, to see you all in chairs. Isn't that funny? 8.15 with chairs. Has everyone been commenting on that, though? No. And I'm wondering if I can alter this. Anyone know how this works? Press the button. Press the button. No, it's just a bit high for me. Well, with that sound, I think I might just leave it. Um, so, John chapter 17. And I want us just to jump in at verse 20 of John 17. Um, this is Jesus praying. And he's just prayed for his disciples. And now, verse 20. My prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message, that all of them may be one, Father, just as you are in me and I am in you. May they also be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. I have given them the glory that you gave me, that they may be one, as we are one, I in them and you in me. May they be brought to complete unity to let the world know that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. Father, I want those you have given me to be with me where I am and to see my glory, the glory you have given me because you loved me before the creation of the world. Righteous Father, Though the world does not know you, I know you, and they know that you have sent me. I've made you known to them and will continue to make you known in order that the love you have for me may be in them and that I myself may be in them. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, uh, even as I read that, you might be thinking, man, what a sort of bowl of spaghetti of a passage, quite, quite intricate. I just want us to focus in on just two verses actually from that passage, and it's verses 24, 25, and I'm going to reference 26 as well, but just those, those verses toward the end I want us to zoom in on. Jesus praying, this is on the night before his death, this is really his last time in prayer before he goes to the cross, and He's praying, verse 20, for anyone who will believe in the message of the disciples, which means, you can say it, Jesus prayed for me. Jesus is praying for you in this passage. And what is he praying? What is he praying for you? I don't know if you're you know, aware that you have people praying for you and you think, I'm so glad you know, that person is praying for me. Maybe a grandparent who you know is like a really faithful prayer person and you're like I'm so glad they're praying for me or maybe you've someone's prayed for you and you've been there and you were like that was one of those prayers that's gonna like do something have you ever had that someone pray for you like that and you're like yes this one maybe is the 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 cream of them all like this is the most amazing prayer what is Jesus praying for us for you right before he goes to his death what's on his heart what's on his mind Well, I want us to look briefly at verse 24. And the first thing just to pick out of this verse 
Jesus says, because, Father, you loved me before the creation of the world. Father, you loved me before the creation of the world. God the Father loved Jesus before there was anything else, before anything was created, before there was anyone else but God. The Father, God the Father, loved the Son, Jesus. God loved his son. And that's played out all the way through the Bible. Um, and maybe some of you know some of these verses. Um, Isaiah 42. God the Father says of his son, he is the one in whom my soul delights. Maybe you think of, remember the scene at Jesus' baptism where the Father speaks from heaven and he says, this is my son who I love. With him I am well pleased. The Father loves the Son. And in this verse, verse 24, Jesus speaks about that in relation to God giving him glory. The glory you've given me because you loved me before the world began. And that might seem like an odd thing to us. We're quite used to saying God is glorified and he doesn't share his glory. Here, he does. He shares it with his Son. God shares his glory with his Son. It's quite a, a sort of deep and mysterious thing. I don't know if you've ever asked yourself the question, what was God doing before he made the world? What was he doing? Like, what, what was, like, like, playing FIFA, I guess, something like that, I don't know. That's probably what I would have done. The answer, what, is, what was God doing before he made the world? God the Father was loving God the Son. That is who God is in himself. Before there's anything else, before there is a creation, before there's other people, God was loving. If you like, this is God backstage. Like There, there isn't an audience yet. This is, there's no spotlight for him to be in. This is who he really is. When no one else is looking, God is love. God is love. God the Father, eternally, infinitely, Pouring love, delighted, other person glorifying love on Jesus. That is who God is. That is what God is like. Now you might be thinking, my, this has got a bit deep, a bit quick. <laughs> We're talking about you know, the world before the creation and all of that. This is hugely, hugely important. This is who our God is in himself, actually, really, truly is love. Now look at the next verse. This is why this is so important. And this is why we've gone into what you might feel is quite deep theology quite quick. I wanted to show you why this is so important. The next verse, verse 25. Jesus prays, Righteous Father, though the world does not know you, I know you. And they know that you've sent me. I've made you known to them and will continue to make you known. Listen to this. In order that the love you have for me may be in them. That is the ask of Jesus' prayer. This is the heart of what he wants. Jesus prays for you that the eternal, amazing, unique before all things, love of the Father for him would be in you. 
That is what Jesus prays for you. Have you ever thought about that? Jesus wants that love, the love of his Father, the love of the Father for God the Son to be in you, in your life, in your Monday morning tomorrow. You can see it there in verse 24, Jesus says that he wants those you have given me to be with me where I am, to be with him where he is. Verse 23, very similar prayer, he prays that the Father would enable the world to know that he has loved them even as you have loved me, even as you have loved me. I, I think these might be the most astonishing verses in the whole Bible. To think that God would love me even as he loves Jesus. These, these are astonishing verses. I would say, write them out somewhere. Like, pin them on your mirror or spray paint them on a housemate or something. Find a way of getting these verses into your life so that these stick with you. I once um, went to a wedding and I went to the service in the church and you know, I don't know if you've been to many weddings, but they're wonderful, joyful occasions. You sort of get swept up in chatting to people afterwards, and everyone's saying, oh, it's so lovely. And we went off to the reception venue, and I got to the reception venue, and I was looking at the, the names on, you know, all the, there's like a, a table plan about where everyone sits for the food and everything. And I was looking for my name, and I couldn't see it. And I was beginning to think, I wonder if I've come to this, and I'm not invited to this, this bit. So I was like, I better look again. But there was people... Um, queuing behind and I was beginning to like sweat a bit like oh no I've showed up at this reception venue and I'm not meant to be here I couldn't find my name anywhere and I, it was awful I thought I'm going to have to get in my car and just leave and it's the worst um, but I happened to spot one of the groomsmen and just said I think I'm not supposed to be here and he said no 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 you are you are you are your name just got missed off the, the big list so, like, it's on, there's a little name for you on a table it's, it's all fine Oh, it was like such a relief. I don't, know if you've, I don't know if you've ever had that sort of feeling where you're like, I don't know if I, if, I, if I belong here. And to have someone say, no, 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 you do. You do, you belong here. It's, it's a wonderful relief. And that's a, a, t- a tiny illustration of what's happening here. This means, this prayer, it means you belong in the love of God. You belong in the love of God. It means, in fact, that if you're a Christian, you, you don't even have just any old relationship with God. You don't sort of have just... It's not a relationship where God says, well, God, the more the merrier. You might as well come on, come on, come on you're right. Well, you know, you... Um, okay, you might as well. You don't just have any old relationship with God. Jesus is speaking here about a kind of relationship with God that is actually his relationship with God. Father, you love them even as you have loved me. Father, I want them to be with me where I am. Right at the end, the love you have for me would be in them. You, Christian, have exactly the kind of relationship with God that Jesus has. Can you believe that? You have 
that relationship with God. In a sense, you are not just you before God, but you are where Jesus is, in the Father's love, in the Father's delight. All that God the Father has eternally lavished on Jesus is now cascading, shared, given to you. God the Father loves God the Son. And you are included in Jesus the Son. In a way, that's all I want to say tonight. That is the the heart of Jesus' prayer for you. But I do want to just press this into us a little bit because we can hear this and it, it won't stick. We just forget very, very quickly, very, very easily. But I want to press this in a little bit and say this. For you and for me, the most important thing in the world is, interestingly, the Father's love for the Son. That is the most important thing in the world for us, that God loves Jesus. That is... The, the heart and the center and ground zero of everything for you and for me. This is the bond that began the universe. This is the bond that makes us safe and secure in God's love and God's blessing, God's favor. It is the bond that makes you secure forever. That God the Father loves God the Son. Think of it this way. Come tomorrow morning no matter how sort of um, holy and engaged and, you know, sort of Christian you feel tonight in church, hands in the air and face looking intense, all of that, tomorrow morning you will sin and fail and mess up. You'll be wrong about stuff. You might even be wrong about God. You will fear and doubt and you'll face all kinds of threats. But... God the Father will always love God the Son. And Jesus has prayed that you are included in him. That means the most important thing in your life is nailed down already. Isn't that that an amazing thought? The most important thing in your whole life is fixed in place. Everything depends on this bond between the Father and the Son, and it cannot be shaken. All the other things that can shake in your life, whatever else can and will go wrong, whatever you do wrong, all is not lost. Remember that this week. Whatever happens to you, whatever disappointments and letdowns, however much you disappoint and let yourself down, all is not lost. We've sung about the love of God being an anchor tonight. That anchor is firmly in place. It's firmly in place. There's always a place to go. There's always safety. There's always hope, always security. Because God the Father always loves God the Son. And you are included in him. There's all sorts of judgment in the world today. Um, your social status, your academic record, your career prospects, 
Um, you know, just this week we've seen um, the, the cricketer, isn't it, Ollie Robinson, who um, they dug up some old tweets of his, which by all accounts are pretty nasty, but he, he tweeted them a long time ago and it sort of ended his career. Um, everyone, it, <laughs> this sounds a bit dramatic, but the, it's like the world's out to get us all, isn't it? People are just always on our backs. You've, you've not put your pronouns in your bio, you've not done the right hashtag at the right time, you've not done enough for your exams, you've not chosen the path that your parents wanted, you've not kept your boyfriend or girlfriend happy, you've not liked for who you are by your friends. Life is hard and so much stuff comes against us, so much changes around us, so little is actually secure in the world, in our lives. And if you feel that, Maybe some of you feel that really very strongly tonight. Whatever's been happening in your life, you just feel it's all just up in the air and just, it's difficult. If you feel that this evening, please hear this. The most important thing in your life is fixed in place. And it doesn't depend on you. It almost has nothing to do with you. You get included just by God's sheer kindness. God the Father will always love God the Son. The Father's love for Jesus is what secures your eternal destiny. The Father's love for Jesus is what secures your favor and acceptance with the ruler of the universe. The Father's love for Jesus is what assures you of your forgiveness, your salvation. The Father's love for the Son is what secures your deepest and most satisfying purpose in life. The Father's love for the Son is what secures your place in his eternal, unconditional love. And the only thing that can break all that is not you, but Jesus. He would be the one who would have to get kicked out of heaven for you to have to worry. The day that Jesus is thrown out of heaven is the day you need to worry. So please take heart tonight as we look at these verses. If you could ruin it, if you could ruin your relationship with God, you would have done it by now. Don't know how long it's been, a few years, a few weeks, you would have shipwrecked it by now if it was really down to you. But Jesus Christ The eternal Son of the Father has prayed for you and his Father eternally loves him and you are included in him if you simply trust him. This is what Jesus prayed for you. He's about to go to the cross. He's about to go to his death and this is what was on his heart for you, that you would know this safety and security before God.